0: Hey, friend, I'm Ann Schwamberger, host of the Brilliant Business Moms podcast. This show is all about brilliant women, just like you, who are growing their businesses in the margins. You're juggling nap time and work time, wiping up messes with writing blogs, and I don't believe you need big, impressive numbers or shiny accolades behind your name to be brilliant. This show is about realistic, doable strategies that will work for you and your business right where you are. Big and little wins are celebrated here, and every single one of my listeners is a big deal in my book. Grab your coffee and maybe the laundry, and be encouraged by business mamas who will make working in the margins just a little more fun. Well, hello, my brilliant business mom friend. I'm so excited that you're joining me for another episode of the podcast. I don't take for granted that you're spending your precious time with me. How amazing is that? Like, I feel so lucky. So today on the show, I'm talking with Ashley Monda, and her business is Sunshine Sticker Co. She started this business in 2015, and it has grown so much. She's making a steady income from this business. She runs it with just a few part-time helpers. But she has just had incredible focus for this business where, you know, she hasn't veered off course. She knows who her customers are. She serves them by continually creating gorgeous new planner sticker sets and designs and just giving them all the planner products that they want. And what you're going to love about hearing from Ashley is the way that she's used her Facebook group to build really strong relationships with her customers and earn more sales in the process. You're going to love hearing about that because, you know, Ashley, didn't have to build up this beast of a 50,000 person Facebook group to see results. Her group is about 3,200 members, but it is the lifeblood of her business. So you will love hearing about that. You'll love hearing about her rewards program that she does with her customers that's set up through her shop. And just in general, Ashley's just awesome. I just love her focus on taking care of her customers. We all know that is the very best way to build your business. So let's dive in. I can't wait for you to learn from Ashley. Today on the show, I'm so excited to have Ashley Monda with me from Sunshine Sticker Co. Now, Ashley is someone I have known for quite a few years now in the online business space. And I've seen her basically start this new brand and grow it from the ground up. She's just doing amazing things. And so I'm so excited to be chatting with her today. So welcome, Ashley. Hi. So Ashley, I would love if you could start by sharing how you came up with the idea to start Sunshine Sticker Co. and, you know, just talk to us about those early days a bit.
1: So, Sunshine Sticker Co came to be towards like the end of summer 2015. And I remember just, you know, trolling through Instagram. I had another like small handmade shop and I was already using a planner for that. And I feel like I just kind of organically stumbled across the marketplace for this and the community. And Sunshine Sticker Co originally had another brilliant business mom co owner. And then and then after a few months, she decided that she was gonna part ways. And so then it was just me. And I just kind of organically grew it from there. I was like, I can make planner stickers, I can do this. And I'm, I feel really blessed to have gotten when I did because it's blown up so huge now. And it was kind of just a way to be creative. And it kind of went with my other business. And eventually, it just got so big that I closed the other shop. And now it's just this. So that's just kind of how it came It was just kind of organic process.
0: Okay, gotcha. And you seem very active on Instagram. And I remember noticing that even, you know, very early on with your business that you seem to be posting often. You always had new designs coming out. And so I'd love to hear more about some of the Instagram strategies, I guess maybe that worked early on, and then some of the strategies you feel like you're still
1: using and that work today. (laughs) I don't really feel like I have like a strategy. But this year, just since my boys are a little older, I feel like I have not been as active as I usually am. But in the early days, it was when the algorithm was a lot better. I feel like it was easier to be seen. But it was just like posting on a consistent basis, try not to like over post like just your product, like mix in other people's product that you're using more like lifestyle posts, I feel like always perform a lot better. But I feel like just letting people see your personality and you know what you believe in and how you roll is really what like gets me the best interaction and the best connection with my customers so I'm more active on Instagram stories than I am like in my when I'm posting like on my feed I'm not good about that recently I'm trying to get better but I don't really have like a strategy for that. I really like to hang out in my Facebook group. That's kind of like where my like soft spot is for them, but I'm trying to get better about Instagram.
0: Okay, gotcha. Well, you definitely have, I mean, like when I look at your profile, I mean, I think we have a similar level of followers, but you get more likes on your posts. So (laughs) you're doing some things right. I think, you know what? I'm always a little bit jealous of like the creative business owners because I feel like you're happy hashtags tend to be a little more vibrant and active. Mm -hmm. So yeah, do you find that you're able to kind of draw in some new viewers with your hashtags? I do. So
1: what I do, and I don't know if anybody's ever heard of this before, but I I have like two sets of hashtags. And I don't remember like how many hashtags are in each one. But for like my regular like sunshine sticker post, I have like a keyboard shortcut where I just type in on my phone SSC and then it will like automatically populate all of like the hashtags that I have set in there for Sunshine Sticker Co. And then since I post a lot of like bullet journaling stuff, I have another set of hashtags for bullet journaling. And so I just type in like, I think it's like BU and then it populates all my bullet journaling tags. So I try to switch it up, like I'll populate them. And then I might go in and delete a couple or like replace a couple just to like keep it fresh. But something I learned recently, and I do not know where I learned this from, but on your Instagram stories you can put hashtags on the story and then you can cover it with like a gif or something so it's not like obvious you're Mm -hmm. using using a hashtag which now everybody's gonna know that that's what I do but that's been like super helpful to boost my views on people watching my stories I would have to go back and look at the views but I tested it out with my I have a bi-monthly subscription bundle and so when I was promoting that I was testing it out and I noticed those particular stories where I had used the hashtags I think you can have 10 hashtags on your Instagram story don't quote me on that but I think that's what it is and I noticed that those particular stories had usually a couple hundred more views than like a regular one so I don't like try to dig too deep into the statistics, but I I noticed that it was a little bit higher.
0: Yeah. And I I think that's such a great tip. I'm always testing hashtags on my Instagram stories, although usually I'm lazy and I'll just do like one at a time Mm -hmm. and see how it goes. And sometimes you get no views. Like it just depends on the hashtag. And then for me during planner season, some of those planner hashtags, I could get 300 extra views per hashtag. So Sometimes I'd put two hashtags on a story, and yeah, I mean it was—it's so great. But what I noticed—you'll have to tell me if you notice this—but one time I did three <laughs> hashtags on a story, and then for whatever reason, I feel like it was very similar, and it was the same kind of like planner content, and then no views. It was like Instagram was like, "No, no, 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 that's too many." So now we're not going to show your
1: story in those relevant hashtags. I was like, "This is so interesting," but you don't find that that's the case? I just started testing it out like maybe six or seven weeks ago. And sometimes like as of the last two weeks, Instagram has not been wanting to load my stories correctly. Like mm. they are all out of place and they're all messed up. And so I'm kind of annoyed with Instagram <laughs> Instagram about that. So usually I'm only doing it if I'm like promoting a product or something like that. So that's usually the only time I'll Otherwise I'm kind of lazy and I just like to talk and interact with my customers. So right. Which I
0: love that too. Yeah. Yeah. There are many, many stories where I'm just building a relationship with my audience that's already here. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Mm -hmm. Do you notice when you're posting stories? Because I feel like you have such an engaged audience and like they love their planner stickers. So do you find that anytime you're posting a story and maybe you're sharing about new
1: stickers in the shop or things like that, do you find that you get that uptick in sales pretty quickly? Sometimes. I love Instagram, but for me, like where I interact with, my customers the most is in my Facebook group. And I don't know what that is about, but usually I find if I have some sort of like incentive to purchase, then yes, I will notice an increase in sales. Like I started a new promo last week for a particular planner type that's popular right now. And so the promo happens every Wednesday. And I started promoting that usually on like Monday. Sometimes I'll show a sneak peek on the weekend if I'm able to, but I always notice I get a lot more direct messages, like asking about it or people just saying like that they love it but there was another promo that I ran I think like two weeks ago where I showed people I had like a button created like a pin back button and I advertised that as like a free gift with purchase and I noticed like a huge increase in sales with that because I have a website and Etsy and so usually the special promos I'll just like offer on my website and people love that and it was a good way to show like at, at first I just showed it on Instagram like for a few hours and then I moved it over to my Facebook group. And so I do see like an increase in sales, like when I share it for like an hour or two after. So I don't know if it's people like rushing over there to get it or right. you know, I just, I, I do notice an increase in sales.
0: I love that. Is the free pin that you offered, is it the one that says it's a planner thing you wouldn't understand? Yeah. I love that pin so much. Like it's so cute yeah, and it makes yeah. sense that like it's such a perfect fit for your audience. And mm-hmm. so I think what's so fun is that people tend to overanalyze the scarcity factor of things and they're like, oh, I got to do this big, fancy thing or like this, you know, a big sale or whatever, which yes, those things can work. But I love that you just did like this fun, free gift that was just so on point for your customers. And that boom, they're like rushing over to buy because they just really want to get their hands on
1: it. Mm -hmm. And I like doing that versus like, in the last few years, I've kind of not did as many sales, I tried to make it like, you know, a couple times a year, I'll offer a sale to my customer. But I really learned that just pricing, your products appropriately and not too low lets people know like, Hey, I value my product. You know, this is what it's worth. I'm literally the only person in here from start to finish, like making every single thing. And so when I offer you 30% discount, like that's 30% off of what I'm paying myself. And so I think that's how I like retain my customers is just valuing my own work and knowing what I'm worth. And then, you know, also rewarding them with like free gifts with purchase, you know, at a lower, like you order $10, you get a free gift with purchase or sending them to my website and letting them earn rewards points. So you get, you know, $5 off here, $10 off there and that type of thing.
0: Yeah. I love that. And I think you're absolutely right. Like we don't all need to be doing sales all the time. You know, there are so many other ways to keep our customers happy. Mm -hmm. Your rewards program. I'm so glad you brought that up because I noticed that on your shop website, and I thought this was the coolest thing ever. So talk to me a little bit more about your rewards program and how it works and how you feel it's going as far as keeping your customers happy and coming back.
1: Yeah, so they can earn, I can't remember like the exact numbers, but basically you earn points for like every dollar you spend on the site. And then you can also earn points for like following me on social media, sharing things on your Facebook gosh, I think there's a couple oh, for like your birthday, you can earn, I think it's like 200 points. And then I think there's five different levels of rewards, the $5 level, $10 and 25. And so lots of people actually get to the $25 and it's not super difficult. So like a lot of people do that versus like just using a coupon code. Or I also have a few, I have four girls that are kind of like on my PR team that have been with me for a very, very long time, like two to three years. And they're the only people that like hold coupon codes to my shop. So, if you follow them, you can get 15% off like at any time, but that's something I kind of make people like seek out. But that's pretty much like the rewards that I offer my customers.
0: I love your little system because they're getting rewarded for, you know, doing things that it builds your following, you build community mm-hmm. or they're sharing about you. It rewards them for obviously past orders. Talk to me about because I noticed on here it says once you've collected 500 plus points. You can redeem them for your coupons, log into your account, click the rewards program. Like, so how does that program work behind the scenes?
1: So I can set like the different reward levels. So I think that they get $2 for every dollar they spend on my site. And then actually, I'm pretty sure that they can earn almost 500 points by just like doing the prompts, like in the very beginning, like follow on social media, sign up for my email list. And then behind the scenes is where I monitor all of their rewards. Actually, the program does it. I don't do that. But another way they can earn rewards, which is something that's not super popular. I announced it a few weeks ago, but they can go on and like review a product that they've purchased. And then it goes into like a queue. And then usually on Fridays or like twice a month, I'll check it. And then I can go in there and add points to their website or to their account for gotcha. reviewing my product for me.
0: Okay. And what program do you use to have this set up? It is called
1: smile.io. Okay. Yeah. So then it's like a Shopify app basically. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's a Shopify app. So you go in there, it used to be called something different, but now it's called smile. You know how they change right. all these apps, change names so many times, but it's called smile.io. Okay. There's a free a paid plan. The free plan. I can't remember how many, I I think it's like a thousand people or maybe they it looks like they might have changed it now but right now I'm just like on the free plan oh yeah it it says that I was grandfathered into an older pricing plan so (laughs) so it's a little I think it's a little bit different now Okay. And so here's where I'm still
0: like my nerdy brain is trying to figure out how do <laughs> they track this stuff? Like, how are they knowing that someone like followed you on Instagram or
1: like whatever the case is? So you go in and you enter like all your social medias, obviously. And then when they click on it, like follow us on Instagram, Instagram will pop up and then you can log into your Instagram and it will automatically go to my page and you can click follow. Okay. And I think, I think if you already follow me, cause I've run into this a few, times with other people that have the same type of reward system. And I already follow them on Instagram. I had to like follow like unfollow and then follow them again through the app so I could get like the points towards it. But they just make it so easy. Like everything's integrated there. And it's just it's super easy. I love that.
0: I'm such a fan of like anything that builds community with your customers and rewards your loyal people. So I don't know how it completely skipped my mind that something like this would of course exist for you know, Shopify stores. Mm -hmm. It's so neat. So do you mind sharing like how many users you have that are currently part of your rewards program?
1: Yeah. So currently I have 772 members with the rewards program, but a lot of people will sign up on my site for an account, but they won't like participate in the rewards program, which I think is such a bummer because you're getting rewarded to shop. So why not, you know, do that for other business owners that are like wanting to look into this program on Shopify, it looks like you might have to pay for the program now.
0: I'm over on their pricing thing too. Because at first it looks like, oh, there's only the starter at 49 a month. But then when I scroll down, I see a free version that says you can do the points program and the referrals program for free. For free, okay. And there's not program branding or nudges or emails or VIP. Like there's all these extra things that you don't get. But yeah, it looks like people could still get started for free and kind of test it out. Okay, so you've mentioned your group a few times and how that's just been a wonderful way that you've grown your business. So I would love to hear more
1: about that and how it got started and how you use that. So my Facebook group has been open for a little over two years. And first of all, in general, I do not like Facebook. I (laughs) do not go on there. Like I don't use Facebook for personal use anymore just because I'm so busy. So usually when I'm on there, it is strictly to be like in my Facebook group, interacting with my customers. And I just love it because my group is just amazing. Like it's where my tried and true people are hanging out with me every day. And it's always fun. There's always like fun conversations conversations, encouraging posts, like lots of creativity. And I just, I love my Facebook group. (laughs) They're just so awesome. And it's nice because you can, you know, post something and get instant feedback, like right away on something you're working on or like build excitement right away, because people are always on there. Like no matter what time of day it is, because there's always somebody up in the world somewhere. So I just love Facebook. It's just awesome. So how many members do you have in your group? I just looked yesterday. I think I have about 3,200.
0: Okay. That's amazing that, you know, your group is so active. It's so vibrant. And, you know, I think that's encouraging for anyone listening that, like, you don't have to build up this ridiculously massive 50,000 person Facebook group to Mm -hmm. have it be successful.
1: Yeah, you don't. And I actually find I've been really frustrated with Instagram and I don't get, I don't count like my followers or get upset about that. But for a while there, I was. Stinking it up on Instagram. Like I was losing followers left and right. I was gaining as many as I was losing. So I felt like I was just at this like stagnant pace. And I don't know if it was my fault or if it was like whatever Instagram is doing with their platform, but I just felt like there was so much more value in my Facebook group. So maybe that's why I kind of like shied away from really putting my effort into Instagram when I knew my Facebook group was right here and they loved me just <laughs> the same. But that's why I just love Facebook. I just love it.
0: So how did you? first build up this group? Like, how did you get new
1: members into that group early on? I started my Facebook group when they were kind of just becoming popular around the planner community. And I believe I just let people know on Instagram, like, hey, I started this group. Like, if you want to come hang out with me over here, you know, come join this group. And also, I think I did like a couple giveaways in other people's Facebook groups that were my peers, like in the planning community. And it was like, okay, hey, go join Ashley's group. I'm doing a giveaway, like, you know, $20 shop credit and then go join her group and enter to win a $20 shop credit to my shop. So it was kind of like we were trading. Oh, right. And that that's really actually really effective to get people to join. But what also I've found is that usually in my Facebook group is where I share what I'm working on. That's the first place I share. And so I find that people like to be in there for that reason, but also they can ask me questions quickly about products or, Hey, I'm looking for this. Like, you know, where is this? I can't find this. And usually that's the best place to like interact with me. And also I find that it's a lot easier to do like lives on Facebook than it is on Instagram. So I just like that platform better. I think it's better for live video and things like that.
0: Right. I love that it can stay up Mm -hmm. for, you know, as long as you want it. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, really nice. Although it is fun that with Instagram Live now, you can bring people on to it. Yes. I haven't tried it yet, but I'm like, I keep thinking about it.
1: <laughs> yeah, that is fun. I don't do a lot of Instagram Lives. I don't know why. I do find that sometimes, like, because I'm on Pacific Standard Time, that it's harder for me to do live video because by the time I get to my kids to bed, it's like 830. And then by the time I'm set up and ready to go, it's like nine o'clock my time. And then it's like midnight. <laughs> That's true. Eastern Standard Time. And I'm like, all those people are asleep. And so I wish I was like in a little bit in a different time zone because it's so hard to do live video at like five or six o'clock when your kids are here because they come in and they're... yeah that's true. being loud and I do
0: remember that from living in San Diego like anytime I wanted to do a webinar or yeah be on live video mm-hmm. it was like such an ordeal to like coordinate with Chris of yes. like okay can you be home at five thirty, and then we'll do dinner early and then I'll run upstairs and yeah it's one of the downsides to being on the west coast mm-hmm. so how often would you say that you're posting in your group every day oh wow <laughs> Okay.
1: Yeah, every day. Usually, you know, there's people in there that post stuff about questions or, you know, about products or they just post like how they used my product and then a conversation happens there. But I usually post at least once a day in there, whether it's like about a promo or like sharing, you know, something that I found inspiring or just like having a fun conversation. Like I think on Friday, I posted like, Oh, what's everybody up to this weekend? Like, what's your mother's day plans? And then everybody kind of shared Sometimes I'll do like a giveaway in there where I tell them, okay, post your funniest GIF, you know, and I'll choose a winner in a few days or whatever. So I try to post in there every day just to keep the interaction going.
0: Right. Okay. I love that. So basically your posts kind of center around it's either planner sticker and kind of planner obsession content because that's what, you know, you and your people are all about. Mm -hmm. But then there's also just the side of like, we're all friends and we're just going to share some life stuff. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Love that. And I think, you know, what I'm taking away from hearing about your group and, you know, you've mentioned how much it's helped you grow your sales and grow your business is that consistency and commitment is so important when it comes to business growth. Mm -hmm. Like you're in there every day. I mean, that is why your group is working because you're committed to it and you're showing up there and you're building those relationships with your
1: customers. Yeah, I think building the relationships is honestly like the most important thing because they know you're a real person and you're not just this big Amazon corporation with a million employees that don't, you know, their sales are a dime a dozen. Right. <laughs> so- (laughs) Like for me, it's like, okay, they know like when they purchase from me, my hands are on it from the start to finish. And their order like makes a significant impact in my life and my kids' life and my family's life. And I guess maybe it's just more meaningful. And I want them to know how much I appreciate that. So
0: I love that. And I was actually just talking with another shop owner yesterday who will be on the podcast. And I mentioned that idea of, you know, when I'm thinking about a product that I need in my life, I first kind of go through in my mind, like, who are all the business owners I know? Who are all the awesome shop owners that I love to buy from? And would they have something that would work for what I'm looking for? And I always think about those people first because, you know, they feel like friends, right? You, you get to know who they are. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, for example, in your case, like if I want to go get some more planner stickers, I'm going to come and see what's in your shop first, you know, because I know you mm-hmm. as a person versus, yeah, just hopping onto amazon.com or something like that. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I think just showing up as a real person and building those connections, I mean, that's the secret sauce that a big company can never have. Yeah, absolutely. You also mentioned, Ashley, you know, partnering with other planner business owners or planner related, I should say. Mm -hmm. Talk to me more about that because it seems like you did that really well early on and just the partnering and
1: cheering for each other and all of that, you know, played a role as well in your growth. I think just, you know, purchasing other people's product and sharing it or like collaborating on a product is so big because then they're sharing their collaboration with you or what they purchase with you. And when you build a relationship with someone, when you share something that you love, they're going to believe that, okay, she uses this product. She's just like me. I'm going to go buy that, you know, and vice versa. When someone else shares my product, they're going to believe from that person, like, oh, they love Ashley's product. So I'm. Gonna Gonna love Ashley's product. Well, hopefully, but it's just so important to share other handmade business owners. Everybody works so hard and they're so amazing at their craft, especially all the people that like draw their own stickers. I only do that a little bit and I'm just like, holy moly. <laughs> I don't know how you do that all the time. Like, it's just to me that it's just so amazing. And I want to share that and support them. And so it's just so important to do that. And the way I do it is I have a few people that do like monthly subscription, like bundles or things like that. And so I purchase every month from them and they purchase from me. And then, you know, even if I can't use that product, I'll use it as a giveaway in my group to give back to the people that support me. So. Oh,
0: I love that. That's such Such a great idea and I love that you approach your community as like we're a community and we can all cheer for each Mm -hmm. other. There's not that, like, I think people can be so weird about the whole competition thing online. Mm -hmm. Whereas it's like, no, let's just all be friends and cheer for each other. There's enough room for everyone. Yeah. Okay, so Ashley, I know that you have like so many products (laughs) in your shop. And I feel like, uh, no, I have someone on my team that was doing my shipping for me, but now it's gonna come back to me and I already feel overwhelmed thinking about next year and I've got like five things maybe 10 things Mm -hmm. and like eight of them are wonderful sticker sets that you've made for me which I haven't even mentioned that yet everyone if you have planner (laughs) stickers from brilliant business moms Ashley is actually the one who makes those so thank her for that (laughs) but like how do you keep track of your inventory
1: and stay organized and then ship out all the orders you get each week so in terms of the sticker sheets every Everything has like a serial number on it and then I just have like plastic bins that have little dividers in between and on those dividers like everything is in order by number and for me that's the easiest way I don't know how other people do it but it's easy to pull the stickers I, I usually try to keep at least like five or six of each sticker sheet in stock to make it easier to pull and then usually with the weekly kits um the ones with like the designs on them that are more seasonal, usually those will only be in my shop for maybe like three months at a time. So I mean, things are constantly like rotating in and out as the seasons come and go. And that's part of the reason why there's a lot of inventory is because first of all, like I know not everybody likes the same thing. So I have to offer a variety of stuff. And second, like when you're in the planner industry, you have to think like, you know, three to six months ahead of time at all times. Like right now I'm already thinking about what I'm going to do for the fall. And it's like barely coming up on summer. And I already feel a little bit behind cuz I don't have all my summer designs out yet. So, you just have to be really organized. And that's how I do it is just by off putting serial numbers on everything. And that also makes it easier for like customer service too. Like if somebody, you know, messages you about something that they received and you can just ask them like, "Oh, you know, what's the number on the sheet?" So I know like how to help you. So
0: Okay. Is there a tool that helps you generate those serial numbers or How does that work?
1: No, I just do it myself. So like a large sheet will just be like on like any number, like 16L. So I have two sizes of sheets, like a large sheet, which is like a four and a half by seven sheet. And then there's one that's like a half size sheet. And I call that like medium. So it'll just be like a number and then L or like a number and then like M. And then each
0: specific sticker sheet design, though, then has like a series of numbers after that. Yep. Okay. And so you just generate those yourself and have like a spreadsheet to keep them organized.
1: I don't have a spreadsheet because I have like a Dropbox folder with all the like current designs organized so I know if I need to like print and cut I can go in there and then usually like every 3 months I'll go through all of the inventory and I'll say okay all the seasonal stuff needs to go if it's like a functional sticker I'll say okay you know what? this is kind of a low seller I'm going to take that out of stock and so I'll just remove it from my bin and then I'll go into my Dropbox folder and I'll just remove the file and I'll put it in like an archive file So that way, if I ever need to refer to it later, it's like right there. I used to have a spreadsheet in the beginning, but that was more when there was two different people in the business and it was easier to know what we were working on. But now I just work so quickly. I do not have time to make a spreadsheet. Mm -hmm.
0: You know what? I kind of love that because it's, (laughs) my brain works much more like you where I'm like, I don't need extra layers of organization. Mm -hmm. I just want the bare minimum level to like function and get done what I need to get done. Mm -hmm. Because in your case, like you're selling sticker sheets. So then, you have that serial number. It's literally part of the design. Like it's in the print file. Yes.
1: Okay. It's printed on each sheet to make it easier to pull. Yeah, right. That makes sense.
0: And then inside Shopify, because I've honestly, I've never done serial numbers. Is there like a place where you can put that serial number into the product in Shopify?
1: Yeah. So on Shopify, there's a place where you can put it and then it will print out on your invoice to let you know like, okay, I need to pull 8L, 70L, you know, 99L blah 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 but then on Etsy they have a place where you which this is like the dumbest thing is they have a place where you can put the serial number but it doesn't help you at all because when you print out your invoice it is not printed on there so it's basically just for like a reference on the back end hmm. and so on Etsy what I have to do is I put it at the very end of the title and I don't know if this affects the SEO at all I just do not have time to really think about <laughs> that but <laughs> it just shows at the end of the title so when I print my Etsy, invoices. That's how I see the serial number for that.
0: Okay. I think that's kind of a smart way to go. And that brings me to another question I have, which is what percentage of your sales come from which place? Because I know you have an Etsy store and a Shopify store.
1: So I would say it's maybe like 60-40, like 60% Shopify, 40% Etsy. Sometimes on any given month, it might switch. It might be like, oh, 60% is coming from Etsy, 40% is coming from Shopify. But in the last few months, I have kind of started like promoting my Etsy shop. I know people still shop on there because I get lots of orders on there. But when I'm posting in my Facebook group or sharing on Instagram, I post the link to my Shopify because I'm making more money on Shopify and I'm not giving Etsy, you know, my hard-earned dollars. And so I know the convenience of Etsy. I still shop on Etsy. But if somebody has a website, I will absolutely shop there. But I try to only share my website link. That makes sense. And it's
0: funny because people ask me that a lot of like, should I do Shopify? fire? Should I do Etsy? And my answer is usually do both. Mm -hmm. And I treat Etsy the same way you do, which is honestly, I was really surprised at how many physical planner sales I had from Etsy this past year Mm -hmm. with just, I had Melissa who works part-time for me. I was like, Melissa, can you set up these two planner listings, put in the keywords that sound great to you? And yeah, I mean, it's like, why not? Because Mm -hmm. you just are able to bring in passive sales from that Etsy search traffic. And then yes, just like you, it's... It's like, but all my promotion and my marketing and sharing goes into, you know, sending people to the Shopify store.
1: Yeah. And then usually if I have like a special product, like some sort of special release, especially if it's like a physical product that has an inventory, like it's not something like a sticker sheet where I can just go print another one. Usually I will only do like those type of special releases on my website just for inventory purposes. It's just a lot easier. And also like I make more money on Shopify and the back end, it goes more in my pocket. So that's why I kind of like to have it there. Right, that makes sense. So Ashley,
0: you are constantly creating new sticker sets and they're so fun. I mean, you have so many different designs. I love looking through your shop but I find myself always wondering how does Ashley keep up with her design and production schedule? So I'd love to kind of hear what that routine looks like for you as far as your new sticker sets.
1: So at the beginning of this year, I spent like two weeks hammering out designs. I usually try to work like at least a month. I do releases every Friday. And then on Mondays, I usually release like a mini kit and I try to Really hard to stay at least a month ahead of schedule. That doesn't always happen. Sometimes life happens and you get busy, and then you're like, oh my gosh, I'm supposed to have a release next week. What the heck am I going to put out? And I try to give myself grace when I fall behind by my standards, but usually I'll try to spend at least a few days a week designing. And then it has helped this year to print and cut. Like I switched to a physical photo instead of like a digital listing. And that has helped because I can like design. And then the next day I can like photograph and upload all my photos and have them like ready to go. But another thing I did this year is I realized I need to like invest in people that can help me (laughs) because I am so busy. I cannot do it all. I had a girl that helps me cut stickers if I feel like I'm behind or I have like a big release coming up. I'll be like, Hey, when can you come in this week, Sarah, and cut stickers for a few hours? And so that is helpful. But also, I hired somebody to do a lot of my listings for me, and that has been absolutely priceless. So I have like a Dropbox folder and I just like add all my pictures in there. And then in Trello, I just tell her like exactly what she needs to do and when they're due, and she does them, and they're amazing. And then I I also outsourced my bookkeeping this year, which has also been amazing. So I think just like giving away tasks that might feel like overwhelming to you to help you like get ahead and just like outsourcing like those three little things has freed up so many hours for me to be able to get ahead and create designs.
0: I love that. And I know that can be such a big step for a business owner to finally decide to hire some help. Mm -hmm. How did you find your part-time workers?
1: So my part-time worker that actually comes in to the office her name is Sarah and she was actually like our babysitter our longtime babysitter and also my voice swim instructor so I developed a relationship with her for a long time and so before I was sending my youngest well my youngest is now almost five before I started sending him to daycare when he was one she was coming over like a few times a week and watching them for a few hours and so then like when that season of our life was over she was like well I still want to make some extra money? Like, can I help you? And I was like, actually, you can. And so it kind of just like happened organically. And it's like, also, I feel comfortable with her, you know, coming into my home. And she's awesome. But now, since I try to stay far ahead, I don't need her as often. Usually, I'll call her in maybe like once or twice a month to help me out. And then the other gal that does my listings for me, she's somebody else in the planner community that I built a relationship with and I trust. And she's just a really amazing friend. And so I asked her, I was like hey do you want some extra work like maybe a few hours a week and she was like heck yeah so that and then you already know my bookkeeper so (laughs) you know it's funny Sarah mentioned this
0: just last week because I think I said who was coming up on the podcast and she said I'm doing Ashley's books now yeah (laughs) obviously I don't have any information (laughs) like that's all she said (laughs) which is I'm doing Ashley's books I was like that's so fun
1: If anybody is new here, they probably don't know this. This is a completely different Sarah than who helps me cut stickers. But your sister, Sarah, I knew that she did like I read her blog a few times like a few years ago Mm -hmm. about bookkeeping. She's a CPA. And she's a really like good source of information. And I bought her bookkeeping course at the beginning of the year Mm -hmm. and I went through it. And then Etsy made like a bunch of changes. And then I hired her. I'm like, can you look over my books and like make a video for me to tell me exactly what to do? And then she did it. And I was like, (laughs) Oh, my gosh, this is so much information can you just do it for me and when I hire her I'm not kidding like I felt like a huge weight lifted off my chest that I don't even have to deal with that anymore and I, I just love her so much
0: oh I love that yeah <laughs> and I mean she's so great at what she does so yeah Another concern I think people have when they hire help, because I feel like, yes, when you find the right help, it is, it lifts the weight off your shoulders. It can be so wonderful, but it also, you know, it's an expense. Mm -hmm. And so I think people worry that if I hire help, there's going to be less for my paycheck every month, you know? So have you found that to be the case or do you feel like your paycheck is the same or even better because you're able to build your shop more?
1: My revenue like is higher this year because I've been really trying to focus on putting out like quality product and designs and it's definitely showing in my numbers. And so for me, it got to a point where I had so much on my plate. I was literally just stressing out all the time and it was really, really weighing on me. And I was like, you know, for me to pay somebody to do my bookkeeping or to come in and get me caught up on cutting stickers in that three or four hours of my time, I could create so many designs on my computer that in the long run it's going to make me so much more money and so for me it just it was worth it for my sanity and just like being a better mom because I was in you know when I would be with my kids at night in my brain it would be turning like thinking about all the things that I had to do when I got back to work that evening or the next day and especially like my bookkeeping just with everything you have to do it's exhausting and I I didn't even realize like what I was doing wrong previously, like just doing my spreadsheets, I'm like, I don't have no clue what I was doing. And so to me, knowing it's done right and it's done by somebody I trust, and that's amazing, it's just it's so much more rewarding than maybe taking home, you know, a hundred or two hundred dollars less a month.
0: Yeah, I love that. Well, Ashley, this has been so much fun. I've loved learning more about how you've grown your business, how you're building those customer relationships and how you keep organized and on top of things. As we wrap up,
1: do you have either a funny or an adorable mom moment that you could share? Yes. I was thinking about <laughs> this for the past two weeks. I'm like, what am I going to share? They're so funny. So, my boys are, my oldest is six and a half, and my youngest is four and a half. And over Christmas, we watched 101 Dalmatians. And you know how Corella Deville like smokes the cigarette with her little, yeah, I don't know what the, the thing is? R- they yeah. became like obsessed with that. Like, <laughs> what is that? Like, what is she doing? And I'm like, it's nasty. You don't do it you know blah 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 and then so like a week or two later we were driving in the car and they had their windows down and we pulled up at the stoplight and there was a guy like sitting next to us smoking a cigarette and they were like mom (laughs) that guy is smoking a cigarette over the and the guy could hear him and i'm like oh my gosh light please turn green please turn green and so ever since they saw that movie it's like an obsession they're like why do people do that and i'm like it's bad decision don't do it and so it's just, it's so funny how they pick up on that kind of stuff (laughs) that is so true holding is. The
0: same way he also calls out cigarette smokers. He's like, "Ew," and I'm like, "Hold in. And then it's this whole conversation of like, "Okay, but we don't need to be like mean yeah. and rude and like yell at a stranger." <laughs> but like, also, yes, it's fine if we want to like walk a few yeah. feet away so we're not in the smoke. Like, yeah, it. it so interesting because to kids it's like that is bad and they shouldn't be doing it and
1: yeah they're gonna call people out yeah and I'm I'm like didn't you like the movie about the puppies like all the <laughs> puppies getting rescued like that's the only thing you remember from the movie
0: <laughs> oh that's funny <laughs> well thank you again Ashley it was so fun getting to sit down and chat with you and can you just remind everyone where they can find you
1: online yeah so you can find me on Instagram at sunshine sticker co you can find me on my website. It's just www.sunshinesstickerco.com or my Facebook group. If you just type in I and then like a heart emoji, heart sunshine sticker coat, or I think you can type in sunshine sticker Co. too. It should pop up and you can find me there with all my awesome customers.
0: Yay. I love that. Thank you so much, Ashley. You're welcome. Well, wasn't that awesome hearing from Ashley and how she's built her business? I love her focus on serving her customers, taking care of them, using that Facebook group to let them know about new products, and just becoming friends with her customers. Now, Ashley is kind of a beast when it comes to releasing new products. I mean, she releases new designs every single week. I know, right? She is so focused and just amazing at what she does. Now, if you don't have the margin to release new designs every week, but you would love to build more excitement around your design releases or your product releases or even your digital product, well, I've created a free, brilliant marketing plan that you can grab that'll show you all the steps you need to take. And this marketing plan is more geared towards a product launch model where you might spend a month or two developing your product collection or just that one digital product, for example, and then building excitement and anticipation for the product and then releasing it into the world. So, my marketing plan makes a lot of sense if your business is at a Little bit slower of a pace. You don't offer hundreds of different products the way Ashley does, which I mean that's amazing. Like I said, she's a beast. (laughs) But I think you will get a lot out of my free marketing plan because you will see step by step by step every single thing that you need to do to be organized, to take your audience on the right journey, and to get them to move their buns and buy your wonderful product collection, your new designs, your digital product, whatever the case is. All you need to do to get your hands on that marketing plan is head to brilliantbusinessmoms.com forward slash marketing plan. And again, this isn't some one page throwaway freebie. This is actually a 20 page guide. (laughs) So I promise you'll learn some new things and walk away from that marketing plan with some new ideas for how you can grow your business even more. And of course, now it's your turn to head out there and be brilliant.